Welcome to today's almost daily devotional. We're on um, continuing in Acts. We're now in chapter four. We're going to read selections from verses one through 22, and it goes like this. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and the Sadducees confronted them. They were incensed that the apostles were teaching the people and announcing that the resurrection of the dead was happening because of Jesus. They seized Peter and John and put them in prison until the next day. It was already evening. Many who heard the word became believers, and their number grew to about 5,000. The next day, the leaders, elders, and legal experts gathered in Jerusalem, along with Ananias, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others from the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and asked, By what power or in what name did you do this? Then Peter, inspired by the Holy Spirit, answered, Leaders of the people and elders, are we being examined today because something good was done for a sick person, a good deed that healed him? The council was caught by surprise by the confidence in which Peter and John spoke. After all, they understood that these apostles were uneducated and inexperienced. They also recognized that they had been followers of Jesus. So um, Peter and John find themselves in a little bit of a pickle. <laughs> they had, this is the first time that they've been the brunt of the questions. They have seen Jesus all the time, many times uh, being questioned by the religious authorities and by the civil authorities because of the miracles that he performed. But this was the first time Peter and John had to answer for, for a miracle, for a healing. And remember yesterday in our devotion, we heard about the healing of the, of the blind man of the crippled man, and we talked about um, just how miraculous that was, how surprising and uh, unbelievable it was. But uh, today we hear the aftermath. And so everybody knows this man was healed by Peter and John, and they want to know, what is it? How did this happen? What did you do? And Peter and John are able to give their testimony. They're able to talk about who God is and what God does for them in their lives in a way that they can understand and in a way they can hear. Now, one of the big knocks against Christians by people who are, are non-Christians or non-believers is that we don't always back up what it is we say, that we use words that, and then it doesn't appear like our actions match those words, or we use words that are hurtful or harmful or exclusionary, and they can't understand what they mean. And so it's a challenge for us as Christians who want to witness to the power of God, who want to say, this is how God has been active in my life. This is the power of a community, of a church family, of people who can support you through anything, through times of trial, is that we have to be able to back up those words. We have to be able to put actions and deeds and attitudes behind the words that we say. And so when we say that we're empowered by the Holy Spirit, then it needs to look like we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. If we're going to be people who comfort, then that's what it needs to be obvious. It needs to be something where people say, hey, you're comforting. You know, you've brought comfort to this person. What happened? What power did you have to do that? I think we're a little shy and we're a little too humble sometimes and we're afraid we're going to say the wrong words and we're going to mess up 
or not say what it is that God wants us to say in that moment. And the honest truth is if we're open to the power of the spirit and we're open to the words that God puts in our hearts and we are doing the actions and developing relationships, then it's not about us. It's about the power of the Holy Spirit working through us. We trust that. We believe that. God bless.